Well, as we've been hearing, Tónis de Michal Martin has told this programme that he expects a state evaluation into COVID-19 to begin later this year. It follows remarks published in the Irish Independent over the weekend by a former member of the National Public Health Emergency Team, NEFET, who said Ireland's imposed measures during the pandemic that excessively limited basic freedoms. Professor Martin Cormacan said that the approach taken here depended too much on fear to influence behaviour and that many of the foundations of rational infection prevention and control were undermined. Well, we can talk to Duncan Smith now, Labour spokesperson on health, was also a member of the Special Committee on COVID-19 response. Um, Deputy Smith, you're welcome to the programme. Thanks for taking our call this afternoon. What did you make of these comments by Martin Cormacan? Uh, well, I, I, I think uh, Professor Martin Cormacan's comments, I think, will inspire an awful lot of reaction from anyone who's any interest in COVID response. But I think the key response for me from this is that this is a reason why we need uh, a public inquiry, or to use the Tonish's words, an evaluation, but a public inquiry into uh, the state's response to COVID-19. Because if if we don't have that response, then we will continue to have uh, newspaper articles, academic uh, journals and academic articles about what we did or didn't do right or correct. We need to be capturing this. What Professor Cormack has said should be said to a public inquiry so that we can use it to inform our response for God forbid a future pandemic. And what do you think would be or should be the key questions for any inquiry or evaluation? The key question should be, uh, what did we get right and what did we get wrong? And we should be looking at our systems responses in the areas of education, for example. What approach do we take to schools? What approach do we take to work uh, at jobs? What approach do we take to vulnerable groups, vulnerable people? But key to it all, uh, and it's almost it's almost too obvious, is what approach do we take to our health service? Uh, we basically shut down non-COVID-related health for many, many months. So in terms of uh, mental health issues, people waiting on assessments, uh, elective surgeries, basically all non-pandemic related health what response what capacity do we need to ensure that we can keep that going that's what i'd like to see mm. uh, in terms of an outcome or a response from a public inquiry he's particularly critical martin cormack of the of the school closures he said uh, we behaved as if education was something optional not something that is a constitutional right schools were closed not in a in relation to child-centered concerns but by vested interests is that something that needs to be dug into well, uh, yeah, like it all needs to be dug into. And the closure of schools and our whole approach to education was was a key strand throughout the entire uh, pandemic. But I think the fundamental principles of decision making, which I think was shared across the entire country, was it was to keep save lives and to protect our health service from being absolutely overrun. Um, and uh, you know, from those principles, I think some decisions were made. And as Professor Cormack said, said himself in that interview, under great pressure, and uh, and uh, that from from Neffet. So uh, like we, we need to have an, an approach that if something like this happens again, how do we approach schools? I don't think vested interest is necessarily the right word. I don't think anyone, you know, wanted schools closed. I think what fundamentally guided the decisions in relation to COVID was a desire to save lives and the desire to uh, protect the health service. Um, and I think they're pretty decent guiding mm. principles. But from those guiding principles, uh, how does a committee like 40 plus of Neffet, which I 
found as an opposition spokesperson and a member of the COVID committee on uh, special response. Uh, I found that quite an opaque committee. I didn't entirely know how decisions were being made. I think Professor Cormack speaks to that. So mm -hmm. is the NEFIT model correct and how they communicate? Is that the right thing to go? These are the things we can uh, tease out through a public inquiry and learn from. There was nevertheless, people will recall, quite a bit of political consensus in support of NEFIT and in support of the, the public health advice. Would we have been better served by a more questioning uh, Doyle um, and, uh, you know, more, more dissent uh, politically? Well, uh, I think speaking as an opposition spokesperson and speaking as someone who I hope never has to go through another pandemic like, like the rest of us in this country and indeed the world, I think we have an awful lot of day-to-day -day responses from politics and politicians uh, to a, an unprecedented crisis. And I think that's why we need this inquiry. I think we all need a template from which we can operate uh, um, with, with some form of uh, knowledge and understanding and experience. And I think that would serve politics and politicians better um, because if we were to do our own crawl of our own positions through various parties or indeed in independent politicians we probably do things a lot different to ourselves so it's time to you know not raise the heat in terms of the politics of this but in time to have a proper uh, inquiry which we will which we will learn from and which if we are ever uh, to have to go through this again that we have some form of template that which we can draw from because if we don't and a pandemic hits again, all we will have is articles like this from Pro Professor Cormack and, and others, which isn't a good template for us to learn or uh, for us to do things better in the future. Very good. Duncan Smith of Labour, thanks very much for uh, talking to us. We'll take a short break now. Back uh, after that with more on the uh, that uh, protocol, those final, it seems, protocol talks. I see that the President of the European Commission, Ursula, Ursula von der Leyen, has just arrived at uh, Windsor, where uh, she has now begun meeting British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. We'll have more on all of that in just a couple of minutes.